1: Now, as promised, we've got David Perez online, and uh, good morning, David. It's a big day for you. Yeah, good morning, guys.
0: Yeah, g'day, David. Uh, thanks for coming on, mate. So, look, obviously, coming up from Tas, from Tasmania, you spent plenty of time with a horse this week. How's the horse been progressing?
2: Yeah, no, he's going really well. Um, I'm really happy with him. We're, we're out here at Bong Bong Farm, and uh, he seems to enjoy the the atmosphere. And uh, the tracks are sort of sand based, which is what he needs for his feet.
0: I hear that the uh, Bong Bong farm is probably a five and a half star sort of setup down there. Can you confirm that one?
2: Yeah, mate, it's pretty, pretty um, it, um Yeah, like he's he's, he's, he's settled in really well. But the facilities are just incredible, and um, it's it's kind of the, the sand and stuff. The tracks are kind of similar to what we have at home, which is which is ideal. But the, the 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 scenery and the stables and everything that he's, he's in is, is yeah definitely five and a half stars for sure
0: love it and what we've seen from the inevitable in the yeah, Theo Marks and obviously the All Star Mile to my eye looks to be a better horse this time in and we're talking about an eight year old here would you share that same sentiment
2: yeah I believe so I think uh, age has definitely helped this horse and um, this preparation he, he feels as as good as he, good as he did but after the All Star Mile and he showed that in the Theo Marks with that blistering finish that
1: he had. Well, I was going to ask you about that, David. Uh, he was only beaten, what, quarter of a length by uh, Golden Mile. It was a slowly run race. He's coming off a six-week uh, you know, spell coming into this preparation. Just one run over 1,300 metres, and it was a slowly run race. Is there any concern about his fitness up to a mile, second up, and what could be a testing mile?
2: Um, I don't believe so. I think we've put the work into him to, to, um, for him to run over the mile. Um, it doesn't seem to be a massive amount of speed on paper um, in, the, in the Epsom. So hopefully it's not run super, super hard. But uh, I think we've, we've, we've done the miles. He's got the miles in his legs, and I think he's ready for the 1600.
1: You've ridden him on seven occasions. He's, he's a winner of 16 races from 31 starts, $1.7 million in prize money. You've been in the saddle on seven occasions for six wins. Your only non-winning ride was in the All-Star Mile, and you've beaten less than the length. What's the key to this bloke?
2: Um, I think think the key to him is just let him find his feet early. He's he's sort of a horse that jumps out the barriers, whether it be 1,100 or a mile. He jumps out the gates, he sort of gets back, he's off the bridle. But once he gets clean air, he really finishes off with that blistering finish. And like I said, you saw it in Theo Marks, and he's done it all his starts when I've ridden him down in Hobart and um, obviously in All-Star Mile.
0: So you're going to jump out of the barriers today and let him find his feet David, or are you going to use him up a little bit to hold a spot? Given there's not a lot of speed there, what are your thoughts?
2: I'd like to. I'd probably like to be a couple of pairs closer without forcing him to be there. Um, and if, if that can happen, I think mm. he's, a, he's a really, really good chance to win in the race. And if he if he doesn't, um, I still think he's he's a real good chance. So, like I said, I, I don't like to bustle the horse and, and have him out of his comfort zone. I would just like like him to be where he where he's comfortable early, and then hopefully he can finish off like he did. In
0: Marks. And what does a big Group One Epsom uh, victory mean to David Perez if he can get the job done this afternoon?
2: Yeah, mate. Well, it's, it's obviously every jockey's dream to not only ride in a Group One but win a Group One. And if I can get that uh, on my my dossier, then it's just, uh, you know it's a, it's a big thrill. And I'm sure that we'll have a couple of drinks afterwards.
1: David, uh, he's been to Randwick before. He won the Silver Eagle, believe it or not, back in 2019. Or you'd be well across this. Nashville Willer was in the saddle that day. I'm keen to get the thoughts. I know he's had a stable change, but how do people? What's the talk behind the scenes about how he settled in this trip uh, compared to um, compared to then when he won the Silver Eagle?
2: Yeah, look, I, I didn't have a lot of association with the horse when he was up here on, with, the, with the Silver Eagle, um, but I've, I've spent a lot of time with him this preparation. Look, he's He's, he's one of those horses that when he's at home he's a bit of a turd because he's it's like his big playground. But when he's out on different properties and stuff, he's a real professional and he seems to have settled in really nicely um, here at Bong Farm. And like I said, the surroundings are incredible and it's a great atmosphere. And yeah, uh, like you know, the horse is great. You know, we we'll go to the races
0: looking good. David, you're a star, mate. We wish you the best of luck today, mate. Uh, we'll be cheering for you here on the Sydney set, and I'm sure you have all of Sydney behind you, mate. I hope you go out there and dominate and uh, get the win today above the uh, aboard the inevitable.
2: Yeah, good on you guys. Like, it'll be great, great, great thing for the, the for the stables down at uh, Seven Mile Beach, and uh, hopefully we can get the job done for Tassie.
1: Beautiful. Good on you, David. Go get him, mate.